Welcome to another episode of The Lisa Show. I am Lisa Natoli, and I'm so happy that you're here. Today's episode is on sadness. You're going to realize today that you don't have to be sad. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be overwhelmed. You don't have to be disappointed. I'm really just going to show you that you have all power and ability to recognize how you're feeling, how you're thinking, what you're saying, and just choose joy. There is a way for you to move out of any emotion, any feeling, into an experience of gratitude, appreciation, peace. You have this power. And I'm just so happy to be expressing these ideas because I was somebody who was angry, depressed, sad, overwhelmed, addicted, and I really just thought I can't get out of it. Somewhere deep in me, I knew that the condition that I found myself in was just not right. I, I knew it from a very early age. There's something's off. You're living your life and something is off. And you can't find that place of peace. And I'm thankful that Something was driving me my entire life to find this place. And in the beginning, of course, we think this solution is outside of ourselves. We think that if the situation changes, if we have improved health, if we have more money, if other people change, then you can be happy. And what you have probably discovered is that when you solve one problem, if you have solved it outside of yourself or if other people have changed, there's always more problems right behind it. So you begin to discover that trying to change things outside of you will never work. So thank you so much for being here. Like I said, my name is Lisa Natoli. I'm the founder of the 40-Day Program for Transformation, which is a free online course that I created really to show anyone that you can change your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your words. And I'm also the founder of The Healing Cure, which is an eight-week do-it-yourself coaching program for true healing. And I love the comments that I'm seeing, like the, the messages that I get every single day blow my mind because these are people who have been suffering, who have been struggling, who have been looking for an answer. And within a week, people are writing in, I feel different. And what that program is, is based on A Course in Miracles, it's been 10 years in the making. I have pretty much spent the past 10 years researching and studying healing. How is healing accomplished? It's been a driving force for me. And I always keep coming back to A Course in Miracles. And the healing cure is based on the idea that you can make a decision to identify with the truth of what you are which is your holiness, which is the light that you are. And you can begin living from this place. So the healing cure from the very beginning shows you 
that whatever you are experiencing is your point of viewing. It's a location. So I'm going to talk about this today using the idea of sadness. Sadness is a point of viewing. It's a place where you've located yourself momentarily and it's the place that you look out and view yourself in the world. And any path of transformation will show you that you can change that location very easily. You don't have to wait for things outside of you to change. So if you like these podcasts, if you like the things that I teach, I encourage you to go to my website, lisanatoli.com. You can sign up on my mailing list. I send one to two emails out per week to those people who are signed up on my mailing list. And these messages often do not get posted anywhere else. They're very spontaneous. I don't have a system. Just whenever I'm inspired by something, I will just quickly, from wherever I am, just post a message and I just click the send button. So if you don't want to miss anything, please sign up on my mailing list, lisanatoli.com. And there's a lot of other events and programs on that website. So have a look. I will be in England in May for a whole weekend, Friday evening to Monday morning. There's a weekend event in Birmingham, England for A Course in Miracles. And then I'll also be at the Course in Miracles conference in Boston. And we have a few available tickets for sale. We had a few people that had to cancel their tickets. So if you would like to attend, please reach out to me at lisa at lisanatoli.com or check out my website for the contact information and be so great to meet you in person. So I just want to get started here on this idea of sadness. I saw a post on Facebook about a week ago and it was from a woman who posted that she was feeling sad and she was saying that things used to be a certain way and now they're different and she feels sad. She liked it better the way it used to be. And I'm, I was just laughing because I'm reading the post and all I could think was she definitely did not take the 40-day program for transformation because If you took that program and you did what it said, you would never post anywhere that you were feeling sad. You wouldn't do it. Like you would see the emotion before you posted it. And then you would know that you have a choice before you post it. And by the time you get to that place of awareness where you're looking at things, You wouldn't blurt it out of your mouth. You wouldn't go tell somebody. You wouldn't post it on Facebook. You wouldn't send it out by email. That's the 40-day program for transformation. And that ends up being all of my work. That's all of the healing cure also. And the reason for this is because I've had this direct experience that for the majority of my life, I was someone who was angry, sad, irritated, overwhelmed, angry, alcoholic, constantly looking for ways to find peace. I would find it for a moment 
And I would find it always because of something external. Somebody would call me up and make me feel better, or I would receive a little bit of money. Somebody would give me a gift. I would watch a movie, so I would be able to escape from my problems for a moment. Back then, I was drinking very heavily, and I would be able to just check out. So I had all of these things that I was trying to do to find peace, but none of them worked. And so I dedicated my life to the mind training of A Course in Miracles. And even that didn't work for the first 20 years. And one of the goals that I have in teaching, why I do come and do podcasts and send the emails and write blog posts and and show up in physical locations around the world to teach this message is because I don't want it to take 20 years for you. I know that the reason why it took me 20 years is because I was excessively stubborn. I really did not want to do what was being asked of me in A Course in Miracles. I made exceptions everywhere I could possibly make them. And I held on to a lot of grievances. I really was not ready to let go totally and trust. And the result of that was I would have less pain for a moment. It felt like, okay, I'm, I'm having a, a slightly better experience. But I started to notice that Underneath it all was still all that fear. So I realized nothing had changed at all. And finally, I made a decision that I was going to do A Course in Miracles exactly as instructed. And to the best of my ability, make no exceptions. And that year, everything began to change. And so my goal as I come on to these kinds of podcasts to anyone who's listening is that you make this decision, that you really come to a place in your life when you can recognize, I I really am tired of the experience that I'm having. I really, really am ready for something new to occur. And perhaps today's the day for you. And I hope that it is. And so when I saw that message, I just really felt, okay, she doesn't know better. Anybody who would post, I'm sad and post it out in public. You don't know what you're doing. That's, that's all there is to that. You, you don't recognize yet that you have a choice that you can choose gratitude, appreciation, joy, it's all available just as an energy field, as just as an experience. And so I really was like, okay, yep, there's still people in the world who still think that there's things happening and that you can feel sad. And so I knew I was going to do a podcast a week ago. I said, I really want to come on and, and just talk about this. And what I didn't expect was that yesterday, 
that Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris would catch on fire. And the world is now ablaze with messages of, I'm so sad. It's all over the internet. Like I, I got home yesterday, my husband and I went to New York City for the weekend and I walked a half marathon and that was an amazing experience. And I got home last night and I saw the news that the Notre Dame Cathedral was on fire and all I could see was just post after post after post after post and, and the news was now commenting on this outpouring of grief and sadness and and Twitter was ablaze and, and just everyone was just saying, I'm so sad, oh my God, I'm so sad. I was there in such and such a year. I can't believe it's happening. I can't believe it's on fire. And I thought, oh, wow, that's that's interesting that I was going to do a podcast on sadness. And now it's it's like everyone is posting on it. And what I saw was many people who I know have taken the 40 day program posting. I'm so sad. So I was like, OK, you know, last week I thought this woman could not have taken the 40 day program if she's posting it. But now I'm seeing messages from people that I know have done the Course in Miracles, have taken the 40-day program for transformation, and still allowing themselves to enter into sadness. So it's it's just a perfect time for me to come on and just express, just really, you have a choice. And I want to read from a Course in Miracles workbook lesson 100, because it quite simply says, we will not let ourselves be sad today. For if we do, we fail to take the part that is essential to God's plan as well as to our vision. Sadness is the sign that you would play another part instead of what has been assigned to you by God. Thus do you fail to show the world how great the happiness he wills for you, and so you do not recognize that it is yours. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to just check in with yourself. Did you do A Course in Miracles yet? Did you do the workbook lessons and complete them? And I'm only just going to tell you, I did them for 20 years, so I'm not judging. I'm just wanting you to look. I'm asking you to look within and and really say, okay, wow, I guess I did come upon that, that sentence already, that idea, because I have completed all 365 workbook lessons where I received an instruction on day 100, we will not let ourselves be sad today. So we receive the instruction, and then what happens? We fall back into old patterns. So I really just wanted to just express this message in the way that it worked for me, where for years I just thought, I can't not be sad. I feel sad. And I would feel, I needed to feel the sadness. I needed to work through grief. I needed to go there. I needed to enter into that space 
and that once I had worked things through in my mind, it would disappear. And years went by, nothing changed until finally I simply got it that that is a direct command from the Christ mind, which is my mind. We will not let ourselves be sad today, period. Can you do that? I know you can. How do I know? Because I did it. Because if you look at these emotions as energy fields. Let's look at them as if they're, they're neighborhoods. So sadness is a neighborhood that you're driving down a road and you just turn left or right, whichever direction. And suddenly something happens out of nowhere. It's just like when you just turn down this road and you start to notice the scenery's getting darker or you're entering into just a neighborhood that doesn't feel right to you. You wouldn't stay there. You wouldn't hang out there. If you started to get a sense that you took a wrong turn, you would just turn around and just get back on the other road. Unless, of course, you know, A Course in Miracles is really a way for individuals to first undergo their own awakening and then to be available to help others. That's really what it is. So it could be that you turn down a path that's taking you into a place that doesn't feel right to you. And you might hear your inner voice say, stay here. But the stay here is not to enter into the feeling of fear or sadness or anger or overwhelm. The voice that speaks always that says, okay, you're needed over here, is for you to be available for help and healing. So I use the analogy I posted this morning on Facebook that I was coming on to give this talk. And I said, it's, it's like walking into a place where there's guns, where people have guns or people are shooting heroin. You just wouldn't stay there unless the voice clearly came in to say, just, okay, you're needed here. But the difference is, is that when the voice speaks that you're needed somewhere, you're in peace. You're there as a light in the darkness. You're there as a healer. You're so alert to everything that's going on and you're really looking, okay, where, where am I needed? How can I be helpful? So you never enter into the fear. That's the space that you've entered into. So you're always holding your center. This is the healing cure where you're learning how to find out what's my location by the way you feel. What's my point of viewing? What's my identification? This is what I was talking about last week, that you are Christ. So when you're experiencing sadness, you have identified with the body, with the image, with the person, with your name. Always. Because the Christ doesn't experience sadness. The light is just light. There's just joy. There's just total gratitude for this presence that you are. 
So now you have an opportunity to really see where am I? As I was expressing last week is that this, this idea of be here now is it can be helpful because it can bring you back into the present moment. But often what happens is when people come back into a present condition, so you might come back, you know, your feet are on the floor, you're here in this moment listening to me. There's no idea of past, there's no idea of future. In this now moment, there would only be peace. But what ends up happening is the mind is still involved 90% of the time until you've trained your mind to really be centered in joy. Because often what happens is people come back to this moment and they're still experiencing depression. They're still experiencing fear. So what's your location? What's your point of viewing? And all I know is that A Course in Miracles was the very thing that helped me, where it really helped me to see where am I? Where's the I am? And the next question is always, how do you do that? How do you come back to peace? How do you find your center? And to me, quite simply, it's a matter of willingness. Like if you are in sadness and you think to yourself, I can't, I can't be happy. Or maybe you want to be happy and you think I can't get out of this. You probably won't see it in the moment, but later, if you're being honest, you can recognize that that is your comfort zone. And for me, for years, I didn't realize I was addicted to conflict. But later, when I was in peace, I could very clearly see, okay, I definitely was hanging out in my safety zone. I was addicted to conflict. I thrived on it. I liked it. I, I liked that feeling because it was all I knew. And peace was a completely unknown territory. So I didn't want to go there. So I hung on to grievances. I really just, I didn't dare take that leap. So when you sincerely want to be happy, I guarantee you will be happy. You will know how to do this because the Christ in you is the one who's doing it, not you. So I wanted to just read lesson 100 just in parts not the whole thing because if you know me i always encourage everyone to get a copy of a course in miracles and it says my part is essential to god's plan for salvation god's will for you is perfect happiness why should you choose to go against his will the part that he has saved for you to take in working out his plan is given you that you might be restored to what he wills. This part is as essential to his plan as to your happiness. Your joy must be complete 
to make his plan understood by those to whom he sends to you. And this, there's a line in here. I'm going to read it. It says, joy is our function here. I would say, I think of that idea 10 times a day, minimum, every day. Joy is my function here. That's, I just always remember that. Joy is my function here. And so whenever I'm feeling any other emotion, and I can tell you my experiences, I do feel these other emotions because we're in the mix of, of just this world. And so I might feel sadness for an instant, or I might feel irritation, I might feel a twinge of anger, I might feel something. But the mind training gives you the tools to become aware of what just happens. Okay, whoa, I'm focusing on the body right now. Okay, whoa, I'm focusing on the world right now. I have forgotten the truth because I'm feeling sadness now. And so our part is to be available to use our minds to catch when that happens and to bring ourselves back to joy. Joy is my function here. You have been sent by God to do this work. Your joy must be complete to make his plan be understood by those to whom he sends you. They will see their function in your shining face and hear God calling to them in your happy laugh. You are indeed essential to God's plan. Without your joy, his joy is incomplete. Without your smile, the world cannot be saved. While you are sad, the light which God himself appointed as the means to save the world is dim and lusterless, and no one laughs because all laughter can but echo yours. You are indeed essential to God's plan. Just as your light increases every light that shines in heaven, so your joy on earth calls to all minds to let their sorrows go and take their place beside you in God's plan. I think of that idea a lot also. Your joy on earth calls to all minds to let their sorrows go and take their place beside you in God's plan. And to me, all of these ideas, for me, have been taken on faith. I read a sentence like that, and I don't know for a fact that it's true. I'm like, all right, let me, let me look at this. Just as your light increases every light that shines in heaven, that's got to be taken on faith. So your joy on earth calls to all minds to let their sorrows go and take their place beside you in God's plan. So the way it worked for me, I would read something like that. And I would think, huh, interesting. My joy on earth calls to all minds to let their sorrows go. And I, I just stepped in. I don't know. I just felt like, all right, I, I'm taking it on faith that there's one mind and we're all connected. There's not individual bodies, just one mind. It looks like there's lots of bodies with different minds, but I took it on faith that there's one mind and that when I do something in my mind, it happens in every mind because there's only one mind. 
Whatever one person does in their mind is in every mind. So I just really felt like, all right, I can do this. I got this. Like I can definitely bring myself back to joy. And the way I have found is the easiest is relaxation. To really come into a resting place, just come into this moment, forget everything, just for a moment, to give yourself this gift, to breathe, to relax. There's so many places in A Course in Miracles that invite us to give 15 minutes a couple of times a day, just to rest, just to remember the truth. And you really ask yourself, can you do that? Can you just give 15 minutes today? Can you give 15 minutes two times a day to forget everything? Is to come into this peace and rest. And if you say no, at least know that you've decided that you don't want to do it. It's that simple. And this is another sentence. It says, God's messengers are joyous. And their joy heals sorrow and despair. And this has been what I know to be true. That joy is a vibration and it heals all sorrow, all despair, all pain, all sickness. Just like sadness is a very slow moving energy field. And when you're unaware of what's happening... You can see yourself getting sucked into it. You you hear something on the news, you see something on the television, and you just you, you haven't trained yourself yet to stay centered in peace, in joy, in happiness. So when something external occurs, you just go there. That's an untrained, undisciplined mind. That's a very lazy mind. And so when you're training your mind to stay centered, to remember the truth always, you still see stuff on the news. So I still saw the news that Notre Dame was on fire. I saw it. But I've trained myself to stay in joy, to stay centered in this place, and then to ask within, is there any place I can be helpful? This I'm here as a light in the world. So we don't stick our heads in the sand and say it's just an illusion. We're just available to see, okay, where can I be helpful here? And for me, I'm just doing this podcast. That's the next thing that was in front of me to do. And I don't know what happens next. But that's where you're listening. So God's messengers are joyous and their joy heals sorrow and despair They are the proof that God wills perfect happiness for all who will accept their father's gifts as theirs. We will not let ourselves be sad today. You know, this reminds me of that Bob Newhart Stop It video, which is on YouTube. And it's hilarious because he's He does five-minute therapy sessions for $5. He'll never do more than a five-minute therapy session. And his advice is always the same, stop it. No matter what you're doing, stop it. And the ego does not like that. The ego wants to keep feeling its feelings, processing its grief. And if you want to do that, go for it. 
Just have a good time with it. Take as long as you need. But I guarantee you that you're going to have to come to this point eventually where you just recognize, okay, it's time for me to pick up my bed and walk. You just say, I'm, I'm done now. I'm, I'm done with sadness. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. And what I'm always wanting to express is that the longer you hang out in these energy fields, the more possibility for bad shit to happen. That's just a fact. So be aware that if you want to hang out in sadness and anger and judgment and grievances, you're free to do that. But the longer you hang out there, the more problems you're going to continue to have because that's what happens in those energy fields. So it's your choice. You can either say, I'm done with this now. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I go, okay, I get it. And you you just walk away. You said, I don't have to hang out here anymore. Oh my God. And you pick up your bed and you walk and you just recognize, okay, wow. In the middle of whatever is happening, I still can be joyful. I get it. The body seems to be failing you. You have no money, nothing's going right. You still can be happy. You still can be joyful. You still can be in gratitude. You still can be in appreciation. And I love how the quantum scientists are speaking so much about the infinite possibilities, quantum possibilities. In this moment, there are infinite possibilities that you can choose from. But the mind that's undisciplined and lazy and untrained only sees one possibility. It just keeps seeing this one groove. But when you stand still and you allow yourself to see another possibility, and this is what these neural scientists are talking about, neural pathways, is that as humans, we have trained ourselves for one track. Something happens, we get upset. We just keep running the same neural pathway. In mind training, you recognize that no matter what happens, there are infinite choices for you. Someone passes away that you love, infinite choices in that moment. You can just feel sad and angry and upset, or you can be still and say, okay, that's one possibility. Well, that's what I just said. That's, that was four possibilities, sad, upset, angry, overwhelmed. No, those are, those are all different possibilities, but you can also stand still and recognize, oh, I can choose to be helpful in this situation. Oh, I can be happy. Like there's so many different choices. But when the mind is untrained, it, it just goes in the path that it's been going in its entire life. So now I hope you're really seeing like, okay, you're taking your power back. We will not let ourselves be sad today for if we do, we fail to take the part that is essential to God's plan as well as to our vision. Sadness is the sign that you would play another part instead of what has been assigned to you 
by God. Thus do you fail to show the world how great the happiness he wills for you, and so you do not recognize it is yours. Today we will attempt to understand joy is our function here. If you are sad, your part is unfulfilled, and all the world is thus deprived of joy along with you. God asks that you be happy, so the world can see how much he loves his son and wills no sorrow rise up to abate his joy, no fear beset him to disturb his peace. You are his messenger today. You bring his happiness to all you look upon, his peace to everyone who looks on you and sees his message in your happy face. Your part is to be happy. Only this is asked of you or anyone who wants to take his place among God's messengers. I love this. Let this one be the day that you succeed. Look deep within you, undismayed by all the little thoughts and foolish goals you pass as you ascend to meet the Christ in you. He will be there, and you can reach him now. What could you rather look upon in place of him who waits that you may look on him? What little thought has power to hold you back? What foolish goal can keep you from success when he who calls to you is God himself? He will be there. He is here. You are essential to his plan. You are his messenger today, and you must find what he would have you give. It is yourself who calls to you today, and it is him you answer every time you tell yourself you are essential to God's plan for the salvation of the world. And what I wanted to do right now was I saw a, a little comment. Let's see here. Here we go. Nancy Benjamin says, once again, Lisa, you nailed it. Thank you. Maybe you could address sadness's corollary, how to be around people who are sad and keep telling the story and want you to join them. And you just want to be somewhere else, want to be loved, but want to run. I love that. And to me, the advice is always the same. Be still. And every single moment, just be present. Wherever you are, if someone around you is being sad and telling their story, you be so present to them. And you just recognize that this is my brother who I love. And you're listening within what to do. So I never have advice for to say a particular thing to them or to stay or to go. Or I don't, I don't have any advice on that level. Because how could I know? Because the, the advice is always fresh. It's like the Bible says, fresh manna in every moment. So you can't use yesterday's bread. What? worked for you yesterday in a 
particular situation won't work for you in any other situation. It was for that situation. So in every moment when something is in front of you, you're really listening to the voice within. This is the voice for God. And sometimes the voice will tell me to say nothing and just be there and listen. So I never tell someone, just stop it. I don't I don't often say that. I'm saying it now because I know if you're listening to me and you've come over here to a podcast that I'm teaching, I can be very bold. I can I can just say whatever I want in this space. But if somebody's just lost a loved one or a pet or they're afraid, they're they're going through fear, um you know, whatever they're, they're in going through chemotherapy and they're just in a lot of physical discomfort, whatever it is. I don't know, but I'm just present and I'm always asking within, okay, what next? And at a certain point, it's not even like you're asking the question, what next? That's, that's how it starts off. But you get to a point where you're so present that there's just the next movement. So often I will just let them keep talking. I don't have a problem. I have all the time in the world. And then I'm listening further. Now what do I now what do I do? And so that's that's just my advice is that let the situation tell you what to do. You're training yourself how to hear God's voice within you how to hear this brother. And what I was expressing last week, and I'll say it again, is is the one thing that I have found over the years is what everyone wants is to be heard and seen and appreciated and loved. That's, That's what everyone wants. So we can be that for someone. And you will know the moment when the story just keeps continuing what to do next. So I have had moments where I have told people to stop it. Or I, sometimes I'll say, that's enough. I I don't know. I never, I never know what is going to happen next, but I trust in it. And sometimes it's very stern. It's very direct. Sometimes it can look like anger almost. In other times, it's very gentle, it's very sweet, it's very patient, it's very kind. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do next. And so I don't judge myself for what I'm going to do. And I've had people tell me when I've been direct with them, they didn't like it in the moment. I've had people tell me that I'm an ego because they're perceiving what I've just done as ego-like. And then later, I'll often hear from them, then they'll say, you're the only person who really stood up to me like that, who said it like that, and that is exactly what I needed. And this is what A Course in Miracles teaches, is that you're not coming in with a plan anymore. And sometimes the Christ will say things through you that will shock you. And you are simply not blocking anymore. You're, you're just, just, just being this, this total open transparency for light. And 
I, I really am so grateful for the messages that I'm seeing on Facebook today are, are so incredible from so many people who are recognizing this one woman, Julie, I love this. She said, I posted that I was heart sick over the, the burning of Notre Dame. And then she said, and the wonderful thing that happened within five minutes of posting it, I remembered that this all is not real. Great timing, Lisa. Yahoo. All is perfect and all is well. Sheila said, thank you, Lisa, as always, capturing the essence of emotions. Love the we set up camp and settle in line. Yes. We had a great chat about this very thing last night in our Course in Miracles group. I facilitate here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. One person in particular struggled with the idea that emotions are ego-based and don't exist at the level of God consciousness what I said on that settle in it was basically saying like when you wander into a bad neighborhood which is your I am I'm sad I'm angry I'm upset I'm overwhelmed I'm disappointed I wrote we hang out there we set up camp and settle in once you see these emotions as energy fields as your point of viewing sadness grief and anger the place you view yourself in the world you can decide to stay there or get out back to gratitude, peace, and joy. Yeah, I love it. I, lo I love that we're moving in this direction where people really can recognize, oh, I can be happy no matter what. No matter what happens, I can find that center again. So I thank you with all my heart for listening. And there's no need to suffer. I know I keep saying that, but there really isn't. Joy is our function here. We will not let ourselves be sad today, for if we do, we fail to take the part assigned to us by God. We are together. We are in this world. It is a place of darkness, I will say. This is a place of chaos, insanity, and we can really make a choice to not participate in it. Now we can be truly helpful to those who are in fear, to those who are sad, to those who do suffer. But the first point of change has to be within, that you make that choice, that you're done with that. So I love you. I thank you. I honor you. I appreciate you. And I will see you out there.